Mood.tv Is it illegal to fuck aliens? <laughs> See, that's where you were saying before what would be weirder. And I think they're both equally weird, but different types of weird, you know? Because uh, weird, because okay. aliens, we don't really know about their existence. So if you fucked one, that'd be pretty strange. <laughs> but if you yeah, fucked a dog, would be strange. that's sure. weird in a different way, though, like Meredith said, it's common. But that doesn't not make it weird. Right. I think... I guess what I'm curious about is if people would think it was immoral or unethical to fuck aliens because they certainly think that about dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but if if aliens indeed were an entity that existed and I was really fucking them. <laughs> I think they would just inherently be fucking you. Because any any creature that makes it here is going to be a hell of a lot more intelligent than we are. So you're getting fucked. Yeah, but friend. maybe yeah, but maybe a lot a lot more intelligent species would put up on a higher pedestal the glories of being fucked. Well, I thought that was so interesting that we, you picked those three alien species that you did because again, I think the xenomorph can go either way. It's very it's that's an animal. That's, you know, it doesn't seem like there's any uh, higher consciousness there. It's just like a bug or a dog. <laughs> so I don't think people would mind as much if you fucked that one. But I think if you fucked a gray, people, you know, it depends on where you're at on the spectrum of love and grays or even the predator. If, if it would let you fuck it, because I don't think a predator would just straight up let you fuck it. I mean, maybe you. I mean, but... fishnets would. <laughs> yeah, they're full of fishnets. <laughs> Check this shit out. They are so sexy. An alien comes down <laughs> from the heavens, and this alien is called... From the heavens now? You know, the sky. Always the heavens. And, and it's called... It says, greetings, I am Submiso. And this is the name of the alien. And he says, and he says fuck me, please. And so I fuck it. Is that more or less ethical than fucking a dog? <laughs> I'd say it's pretty ethical. You got consent. And yeah. Yep. Oh, all right. Okay, okay. It was at okay. least of a, a common mind. Okay. I Sorry, I shouldn't have not have made it speak, because it's interesting how language is part of that equation. What if it comes down and it goes... <laughs> and then I... And then I <laughs> you read into that. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, I see like a... Like a I picture like a big fat guy in a tank top... <laughs> And he's got ketchup stains and everything and mustard stains. He's wearing Daisy Dukes. He's got a mullet. And he's, he comes out of the bar and he's hammered and he sees the alien going. <laughs> and like you just see a close-up of his face and he just starts smiling slowly. <laughs> like, who was the fat guy in the office? You know what I'm talking Kevin. about? Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Like Kevin a bit Malone. like a slow Kevin smile. <laughs> and then he fucks the shit out of that alien. Is that ethical or unethical? Is it more or less ethical than fucking a dog is really what I'm asking. Does the alien seem to like it? It really comes down to if you can get the vibe, though. <laughs> we're talking about inner, yeah, interdimensional... I mean, does, it, does its big eyes move up and down a little bit, giving you like the eye, the alien version of the eyebrows? <laughs> does it point <laughs> to its butt? How often, how often <laughs> does vibe come up in the courtroom? Does it push you away in terror, you know? It does not. It should not. Like, oh, if you had seen the vibe... <laughs> 
Do you think do you think people actually use that in court? No. They have and they've lost. <laughs> and the vibe was good. The vibe was good. So we're saying that it would not be ethical. I would just say no. Let's just say no. Yeah. If it can't consent, because that is the code of ethics that we live by. And so unless you speak <laughs> And it's in, it's not ethical. And their sounds of pleasure don't necessarily equal our sounds of pleasure. So them going like, Ugh. right? Like I was assuming when it was saying no, 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 that it was really having a good time. Right. <laughs> so See, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say there's not enough information for me to know. Because again, like I agree with what you guys are saying. You don't know what their their love noises are, but. Maybe they do like it. I think the, okay. the real test is if, like, whenever you're going in for the kill, are they embracing you or are they pushing you away? That's that's <laughs> how you would know for sure. Is if they're, like, fighting you off, I think that's the universal language of don't fuck me. I, I think that's uh, interplanetary. <laughs> universal? Like, if they're going in. I, <laughs> I was like, this alien was trying to push me off. It must have really been into it. The vibe was good. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be not as... I, I would say that in that scenario, that's a problem. Yeah. Okay, this makes a lot of sense. Of course, So it does indeed come down to consent. Dogs can't really give consent. Aliens can't really give consent. But if you thought that you had consent from an alien, I guess it would be more ethical than a dog. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably telepathic. They'll tell you. You'll just know. I feel like you would know a little better. I think it'd be easier to tell with an alien. I bet maybe. you would just like kind of... Just it, you, all of a sudden, it'd just be happening, and you're like, How'd I get here? And you'd already be in the middle of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would just pounce right out. The first thing I would do is fuck it. No, I was thinking tel telepathy again, but no, with you, yeah, you would just jump right I in. would immediately just start fucking it for sure. I'd be like, This seems like a once in a lifetime opportunity. I better fuck this thing. Oh, I hope if there's aliens that do abducting, they abduct you because they are in for a world of shit. Yeah, when they try and I probe me. I still think Anthony is still in for a world of shit. He gets abducted. Well, he is, but <laughs> at least one alien will get probed by Anthony. Yeah, I'm going to turn it around on them for sure. <laughs> then when the then like, they blow the whistle, they'll come. What would be worse? A dog that can talk that gives consent or the burrito talking alien? Yeah, but the burrito talking alien is also giving consent. Eh, we're not sure. It's a burrito talking alien, but burrito. the dog's like, Game on. Well, I guess the question is, if dogs could give consent, can we start fucking them? Can we fuck anything that can give consent? <laughs> if they're into it. I did once fuck a burrito in the microwave because it made that gurgling noise, but it kind of winked at me, so I thought that meant it was okay. How come there are no rules against dogs trying to hump you? How come consent goes right out the window? Well, we kick them off. With that. Animal instinct. What is this double standard with dogs? What the fuck? There's no... It's not going to tarnish the dog's reputation. Again, of a certain <laughs> level of mind. They are not of the level of mind that we are. There's no sex offender registry for Fido. What the fuck? Right. Yeah. They, they cannot be punished. Where's the line? <laughs> you just put their nose in it and then you move on. <laughs> you don't ever do that. I read lots of stuff. You don't ever do that. It's just a double standard. It's a double standard. And so... <laughs> I'm going to turn it around with the aliens. Especially if an alien tries to hump me. Oh, man. I'm going to tear that ass up. How do you know alien. it's humping you? <laughs> well, if it's all like... And its genitals are all rubbing up. If it's bumping and grinding in the club with me. How do you know what its genitals are? 
because it's a big swinging alien dick. Maybe that it's looks a, just maybe like that's a, just a tail. I think just like pushing away, humping is a, another interplanetary discipline. I think you, I think you get it. <laughs> I don't to hump know you. how you know that. All right, it tries to stick something in my mouth that looks like a wiener. <laughs> but what if it's just a hot dog? And it, <laughs> no, it, it looks like a hot dog. Smells like a hot dog, but it's attached to its body. It is attached to the body. Do you bite down? Yes, I would bite down. <laughs> yes. I would bite down. I would teach and then I would fuck it. <laughs> I just remember that your dad listens to this. <laughs> yeah, he, he likes this stuff. <laughs> All right, this is Let Me Ask You a Question, the podcast, and we have a very special Halloween episode. This is our Halloween oh. episode, so prepare to get spooky. Spooky episode. Spooky. It's going to get spooky. <laughs> episode 101. We just lost our Transylvanian audience. I'm going to make bat sounds. <laughs> Is that consent? That sounds like consent. <laughs> come, come here, I wanna bat. Go into a, I'm going to go into a cave and hear the of a bat and be like, that sounds like consent. <laughs> I'm going to start just awkwardly saying that sounds like consent after stuff. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not a good idea, is it? That's bad. And you're going to be one of those registered non-pet sex offenders. <laughs> <laughs> just a regular sex offender. Exactly. <laughs> Plain variety. Garden variety sex offender. <laughs> I didn't fuck any pets or anything. That's, what I'll, that's how I'll make it seem better when I go door to door. Well, we have prepared a very special Halloween episode for you. We have special guest Meredith is back. <laughs> <laughs> giving her consent everywhere. <laughs> and we got the Greg man. Oh, just laughing. It hurts. That's him chuckling it up. And we got EJ 5000. I'm going to make burrito noises. I don't even know what to do. That was so great. It sounds like an owl. Sounds like so an good. owl giving consent. That was Greg man, but he's. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying, who gives consent? Who? Let's, who? Let's fuck. Who? It's like the dolphin not giving consent. It was like, which one of the most rapey animals there are. I know. Yes. I've seen those videos of dolphins getting rapey. So that sound probably is consent. And none of them are going door to door. I want to see a dolphin go door to door. Oh, with like a sick members only jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Members only. And it's got like a dick on it. It's like members only. Big members only. (laughs) It's called a blowhole for a reason. (laughs) And it knocks on your door with its flipper and it's like. (laughs) And you're like, I'll be watching you. (laughs) Or this person's like, oh, that sounds like consent. (laughs) Welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah, welcome to the show. I have prepared a question. So this is our Halloween episode, and I have prepared a Halloween-themed question. And that is it about dolphins? It is not. It's just a very basic question. It might not take very long to answer this question at all, so I figure maybe it's good that we have all this exposition this time. But the question is, do you or have you watched horror movies alone? Yeah. I'd say more now than ever. Really? Uh, may, well... Amanda doesn't like a lot of horror movies. Amanda being Greg Amanda's wife. So if I'm going to watch them, I watch them alone. Do you... Is that a regular thing? Uh, not regular, but there's some that come out that I want to see. And you go to the movies to see them alone or you watch them at home alone? Uh, home. I don't pay to see them. 
You're not going to the movies to watch a horror movie alone. I used to be a horror fan, but I'm not not so much anymore. Was there a time in your life where you wouldn't have done that? What, seen it alone? Yeah. When I was younger. When I was a kid, it was one of my favorite movies. But really? I used to have nightmares, yeah. You weren't scared shitless? Oh, I was totally scared shitless, but I loved it for some reason. But you were still into it? Yeah, and then I'd have like crazy nightmares all the time. And my mom would, like, I'd, I'd beg her to let me watch it. <laughs> <laughs> And she'd be like, uh, fine, and let me watch it, and then I'd have nightmares. <laughs> uh, Would you watch it over and over again? I watched that movie repeatedly as a child. What? Wow. Yeah. Do you serial kill ever? <laughs> <laughs> Only when I'm dressed up like a clown. <laughs> do you think serial killers like horror movies, or do you think it's a little too close to home? I bet some do. I yeah, bet. I'm they going do. through my murder or Rolodex in my head, and I'm sure there are some that were obsessed with them. They're probably the biggest critics. Yeah. Oh, like my that. God. You that would you, be... You can't fucking do that. That would be a great podcast. I want to hear serial killers reviewing horror movies, you know, like ones wow. that are in prison, and they have a little podcast where they review horror movies. That would have an audience built right in. I wouldn't listen to that. I wouldn't support giving killers a platform. But there's so many people that are just so into it. It's like, oh, I know, but I just don't like. I don't know. Oh, I, I tend I, to not like that stuff. I completely agree. I think that would be utterly crazy. The people that would listen, but it would have an audience. I'd listen to other people talk about it forever. Other people talk about serial killers reviewing movies. No, no, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> well, the one that comes to mind is the Iceman, and he Dean uh, Malenko. No, it was like Harry Richard Kuchinsky Richard Kuklinski. Kuklinski. Old Dick Kuklinski. He, uh, he got his idea from Tex Avery. He liked to watch cartoons, and he actually did a lot of stuff because of cartoons, not horror movies. Like whenever somebody looks through the keyhole, he would shoot him in the face, or he would dress up like Bugs Bunny did, like Chiquita Banana, and he'd go to a club, and he'd be like, what up, baby? And they would kill people. Stick him with... <laughs> Uh, cyanide. He's not your typical uh, serial killer either. He's more of an assassin, so... He bought a crossbow, and then he called a guy over to ask for directions and shot him in the face with a crossbow to see if it worked. Did it work? Yeah, he had to test that shit out, right? You gotta test it. And then he went and asked if it worked. He just like kind of like went, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <It> man. <laughs> Do you Wait, who hear? was that? That was Kuklinski. Kuklinski okay. Do you want to hear him review horror movies? He's got that cool voice. It'd probably be pretty good. He, yeah, he would have good, a scary. What if he starts clicking? Oh, yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be great. That when he, he clicks, would... he's pissed at you. That means he wants when to he clicks, kill, he's you. kill you. <laughs> he's not going to ask for consent when you hear that click. <laughs> that sounds like consent. That's what I would say to Dick Kuklinski. <laughs> consent to die. <laughs> that I would fuck him. I don't think you would. I would. He would not like that. I would get him. I, he would not I, be into that. Yeah, but I've got the silver tongue. I learned from my gray alien. In I learned the, past. the gray taught me how to get consent from anybody. Because I'd just be like. <laughs> and then Dick would be like. <laughs> and it would be consent. <laughs> All right. All right. EJ, tell me about your horror movie experience. Well, as the listeners, I'm sure, know, because of my situation, I do everything by myself. So, of course, I watch horror <laughs> movies by myself. Yeah, whenever I'm in the mood. Uh, but to, to do the nostalgic thing, like Gregor Man said, uh, my movie that I watched a billion times was The Gate. Stephen yeah, Delaney. I watched that I watched with you. A million times with him. Oh. So I made everybody watch that, and I still watch that on the reg. It's uh, pretty great. Claymation Demons. It's all about demons. I'm a big demon fan. Well, you still watch it on a regular? 
Uh, yeah, I probably watch it two or three times a year. I bought it Damn. on DVD after I bought it on tape, and you wow. know now I could stream shit. So that one I watch a lot, uh, constantly. But uh, talking about watching movies alone, it's been Halloween. I've been in the in the mood, and so uh, Netflix has a lot of great stuff on there. And so if I'm gonna give a Netflix recommendation of a horror esque film, there's this one called Murder Party <laughs> about this like quote unquote loser guy who dresses in uh, a night outfit that he makes out of cardboard. He gets this mysterious invitation to a party, but it's like in Williams East Williamsburg, and it's like these art school kids, and they decide they're gonna murder him and make all these art projects, but. They all end up killing each other, and they totally are assholes, and it's great how they play it up because I went to art school, and we are assholes, so it's pretty true to form, and it's really funny. So it's like a really good low-budget one. It's only an hour and 19 minutes long. Murder Party. I just recommend checking that one out. That's probably one of the more recent ones I watched by myself. Damn. Uh, assholes are always trying to kill each other. What is it with assholes? I'll hit that genre up. Not all the time because, like, I'm not scared of most things. I mostly appreciate what they're doing. Sometimes they get you with some of the special effects, but still not a great thing to watch before you go to bed. And since I work, I usually watch movies before I go to bed. So, yeah. I enjoy a good jump scare here and there. And so you also don't feel like serial killing. I do not feel like – I mean, I feel like it, but I realize that that is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I bet serial killers know it's wrong. Or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I that's don't think some they all do. do. I think some have ways yeah, of most, rationalizing 50, it. 50 Yeah. Yeah, a lot of sociopathy. Yep. Yeah. All right, Meredith, how about you? Um, I don't watch a whole lot of horror at all. Usually if I'm by myself watching something, that is definitely not the first thing I'm going to. But that being said, I think a lot of the horror films I've seen have been by myself but it's more because they're like I remember watching The Shining in my basement by myself wow or like That's cool. oh I did make the conscious decision of not watching The Exorcist by myself late one night because I was like this is probably a bad idea yeah that's that's probably definitely watch Carrie by myself nice yeah if it's like a franchise movie those ones are fine for me like a Freddy Jason Halloween those don't really mess you. They're just like jump scare fun ones. You can watch those. Go. Is there through. a horror movie that y'all would not, you just would not put that on alone? Not because of fear. I feel like I wouldn't like the Saw movies, but I've never seen them, but I don't really want to see them. Those are fun. You would probably like them. They're fun. Just, fun. Yeah, they're so funny. I those don't crack know. me up. They're not as scary or cerebral. I like the more like ghosty stuff or like weird spirits and devils and like the babadook the babadook i haven't seen that one babadook was pretty good <laughs> I, haven't seen it either. I still love that yeah. the babadook became a gay icon that's what i was gonna say that's the only reason i know it is because we went to uh we went with a bunch of friends to pride in dc and there were so many babadooks that is so my favorite funny. i want to know how the hell that happened i love that it happened i mean that's terrific the babadook <laughs> it's hilarious yeah, I don't get it. that was a good horror movie, though. I was into that. <laughs> I didn't watch it alone, though. I literally have never watched a horror movie alone in my life. Not even like psychological, like not even on the teetering in the line. Like Creep. Have you seen Creep? Did you watch that? No. No. What's Creep about? So Mark Duplass directed oh, the these movies Duplass. called Creep and Creep 2. Okay. He does a bunch of movies with Duplass Brothers, but this one was like a kind of a, a lo-fi horror movie where he plays this really scary guy who gets somebody off of Craigslist to film him. While he, while he just basically freaks him out, and then he ends up, spoiler alert, killing these people. <gasps> oh, and it's no. really good. And uh, I thought I thought that would have been one that you would have checked out on your own just out of curiosity. But maybe you didn't know that, Anthony. And uh, 
Because those Duplass brothers, they do some interesting stuff. So there's two of those. Those are also on Netflix. So if you're looking for something to watch, it's not like super gory or anything, but it is creepy. It's kind of one of those uh, <laughs> Blair Witch, Cloverfield things where it's all shot POV, uh-huh. but it's not distracting, but it takes place because he invites someone to film him in both cases. So it's kind of neat because you get that perspective of the whole movie. And it feels slow, uh, but it's not too long. So those are hmm. good. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, cats out of the bag, I guess. I, I, I don't, I don't watch those alone. That creeps me out. It seems a little creepy. I thought serial killers did that. I thought for sure everybody would say no. But, hmm. <laughs> See, I thought you found some statistic that said, like, people who watch horror movies alone become serial killers or something, the way you were kept saying it. Did you ever have this thought before our roommate? No, it never occurred to me that people do that alone until we, we had a roommate that watched Saw over and over again, and <laughs> I thought that was serial killer stuff. But you don't think that was shaded in any part by your opinion and perspective on him as a person? It all made sense. That Those movies, too, again, like I know if you guys haven't seen them, they're not really like, it's not a lot of jump scares or anything like that. There's these, it's like set up and and gore and yeah, set up and yeah gore. i really don't need to see that <laughs> so that's not like like uh i was trying to think hellraiser those movies i i don't watch those alone and i like love that shit but those movies are just so cerebral and they just show you such weird shit in a weird context that it freaks me out so i mean if i watch them alone during the day but i won't watch them at night because they'll get on my head before bedtime but like yeah. the saw movies aren't bad they're just they're they're more fun those are so funny see i go I definitely go to the movies and I'll watch these movies, but I, I just laugh a lot. I'm like, I mean, it might as well be a comedy with the amount of laughing that I'm doing. Cause I think that's how I cope with that kind of shit. Sure. So if I go to a Saw movie, I mean, I am just cackling. It is full riotous laughter the whole time. But you'd be in like company with the Saw movies. I, they're they're again they're kind of for that. It's just yeah. they're absurd and yeah exactly. It's a guy named Jigsaw and he's a fucking to- toy and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> so <it's, you> know. <laughs> uh, Wait, what's the one with like a creepy little girl in it? Is that Saw? I feel like there's a bunch of movies. The Ring. Creepy little girl. No, oh, I think oh, it's yeah, the, the ring. ring. And then what was the follow up to that? That was also there was another one that was like from Japan right around this like the the Grudge, the grudge right grudge, after yeah. that. Yeah, and that was another one of those, like, dead girl ones. I always love how they move, like how they, they move all herky-jerky. Yeah. That freaks yeah. me out. I love the herky and I like the crawling up walls. Yeah. Yeah, the herky-jerky movement, I, that, really, that really does it for me. <laughs> so that reminds me of the Uncanny Valley. It's like, it's creepy because it's not right. Yeah. You know, it's not, they don't not, they're not doing anything that exceptional. They're just, like, speeding up the frame rate. Or like cutting out frames, but it just it really throws your brain off. It just it really hits you. But could horror in general be the uncanny valley? Because you know it's not real, but you have to suspend your disbelief. There's bad horror where you can't but help think it's fake. Yeah, I think the uncanny valley is like that teetering line. It's like that that fine line where you're not sure, but it could be. So not all horror, of course, because some stuff's just so fake and absurd that you're just like you're you're laughing through because it it's funny or fun. They had like old horror too, where it's like the whole point was to try to make it look as real as possible. There was some like there were some guys that were just fun to watch, like old zombie movies, or not <laughs> not so much zombie movies, but like I guess there were some zombie movies. They're just the deaths in general. Like uh, I forget what I think it was just zombie maybe, but they did a death where the zombies are pulling a woman's head towards like a 
just a spike like a splintered piece of wood oh, and they man. show the whole thing going slowly in her eye and it's all just about like the makeup and the practical effects yes. and it's like i never was into gore but i for whatever reason enjoyed you know those kinds of movies like those kinds of old school 70s zombies movies like you know zombie movies and zombie deaths and stuff and at the same time in the 70s or the 60s there was all those bullshit movies by what was his name castle like with Emergo Vision and all like the, like, there used to be all the gimmicks. They'd go to the movies. You have to sign a waiver that, you know, there'll be, there will be like ambulances outside because people are like dying of fright during the movie. <laughs> and it yeah. was just all these gimmicks that used to happen in the sixties or fifties or something. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's hilarious. I love that. EMTs on site. Yeah, awesome. That's cool. Those are the days for horror movies. Uh, well, I guess we'll take a little break and we'll come back and uh, I, I have another I have a follow-up question instead of answering because I clearly am not a serial killer. I may fuck dogs. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You're gonna not want to say that on a recorded anything. I don't fuck thing. dogs. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> that was again, you're never invited to meet the pup. That was false. <laughs> I Meredith, you can come. I have never fucked a dog today and <laughs> i i would fuck an alien though for sure i feel like we have different standards for aliens especially if it was giving me that look that come hither look oh, Anthony. what if it just looked like a dog it was an alien dog a dalian <laughs> that's a double double whammy for anthony <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big turn on i think twice at least big turn on <laughs> <laughs> And then somebody would be like, did you see you? Anthony's fucking woof. Anthony's girlfriend, <laughs> woof. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought about that when you were mentioning movies you've seen over and over again. It's like Home Alone and Me. Oh, sure. Well, it's me and Amadeus for movies I've seen again and again. Definitely. You know that word pretentious we were talking about earlier? <laughs> it's not pretentious. That was a mainstream <laughs> movie. Uh, I won the Academy Award in 1984. I'm just kidding. Oh, did it win the Academy Award? <laughs> and also, how many Academy Award movies do you actually go back and revisit? Honestly, to ask yourself that. Only Amadeus. I just love Amadeus. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I would go, I would go back agreement. to agreement. There's nothing pretentious about that. <laughs> All right. Just next to All Home right. Alone. All right, we'll take a break. Like... We're going to sort this out. We're going to sort this out. We're not going to fuck any dogs. <laughs> Probably not going to fuck any dogs. We'll be right back. For the second half of the Mayak, and we know you love bestiality. Is is fucking aliens bestiality? Hmm. Depends on the alien. Huh. Is it sentient or is it animal? 
So a sentient alien. That last example of dog alien, yeah, yes. Well, dogs are <laughs> sentient. Animals are all sentient. Yeah, yeah, but fucking a xenomorph would be bestiality, but fucking a predator would not be. And they have names, too. I looked it up, but I'm just going to go with Predator because we all know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah, what are you talking about? All right. Not to belabor the point. I have another a follow-up question for our Halloween episode. Hit me. Now, we're talking about horror movies for a little bit, but now I'm just kind of curious. Do you walk faster through a dark room? Like, if you're familiar with the room, but it's dark, do you walk faster through it? Or do you walk just as casually as you would with the lights on? Normal speed. Normal, if not slower, because it's dark. Yeah, exactly. Because hmm. even when you're sure of a place, I mean, you're still unsure because you can't. It's dark. So I walk cautiously, but I trip over shit all the time and run into shit all the time in the dark. We rearranged, got a puppy kennel, got dog toys now. No, yeah, but I'm talking a room... Any room that you're super familiar with, you've walked through it a million times, you know it's going to be the same. There is nothing like that, man. Rooms change. Shit happens. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So I take my time in the dark. I have had that thought recently, though, because we're 34 years old now. Holy shit. But even in my 20s, if I was watching a scary movie or I was real drunk or whatever sometimes you'd walk through a dark room and you'd freak yourself out or you'd hear a noise outside especially when i lived in the city you'd hear people arguing or something and you're like you're on you're on edge your adrenaline's pumping but recently i've been walking up through my house where i live in hell pa and i was like i don't even give a fuck and so it was funny because i had the thought of not having that thought because i kind of missed that thought now i'm like whatever there could there could be literally a monster here and i'm just gonna take my i don't want to stub my toe Stepping on a Lego is worse than a monster eating me. Any day. Oh, stepping on a Lego. Oh. Well, that's so interesting. I <laughs> never, ever, ever think about, like, running into stuff or stepping on stuff. You, like, sprint but through I, rooms. When you go to pee at night, you're sprinting. I always walk fast because I'm creeped out by being in a dark room. Always. I'm always creeped out by it. <laughs> Maybe this is why I don't watch horror movies alone. Maybe my imagination runs a little wild. Is there a big sense of relief when you hit, like, the light switch on in the bathroom? Yep. There is. Do you not turn the light on in the room? Like, why is the room dark? Well, I because the living room will have turned the light out already to go to bed. So there's light on in the bedroom, but then there's a living room to traverse, and then a hallway, and then the bathroom. And so all that's dark. But the, the any instant I have to turn on a light, I do. I put on <laughs> extra light. So you're scared of the dark. Hmm. I don't, don't just... you get a little night light? Yeah, it's okay. I mean, you're a grown-ass man, but sure. I just walk fast through the room. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Why don't right? you just get like an Indiglo watch? Or you get the Indiglo. I could. These are all These are all ways that I could make it a little Why easier. Why don't you uh, get some diapers? <laughs> you baby. <laughs> or a bedpan. Because <laughs> I'm always worried. a pot by the side of the bed. Whenever I meet a go. paranormal substance, like a ghost or... An alien. <laughs> Whenever you I'm, do. Or haunted goo. I, I'm more worried about shitting myself than anything else. I'm concerned about my pants. I'm here to kill you. Hold on, sir. I, yeah, I just don't want to foul myself. And then diapers, man. Well, I foul myself. Uh, I believe they're called Depends. I would love it if a whole alien or the ghost's whole purpose was to scare me until I shit. And it's always like, so it looks all like, and then I shit myself and then it's like, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> gotcha. We should write that horror film. <laughs> See you tomorrow, Anthony. But that, yeah, I'm. Uh, I guess I'm. I guess I have a little bit of a immature brain, or just a fear of the stuff. dark, which yeah. is very normal. It's a very it normal fear. It does. It seems like yeah. one in four right here. I wonder if that's. <laughs> it might be the statistic. Yeah, that might be it. But it's odd though, because but here's what's weird. I turn the light out to go to sleep. I don't have any problem. I, I want there to be as little light as possible when I go to bed. I don't. I don't yeah, want you light wear on. you wear a mask. Yeah, I put a sleep mask on. I want it to be fucking dark <laughs> when I go to sleep. That is weird. So it doesn't make any sense. But when I'm alone traversing a room, I will hmm. always jet through that room because I'm a little creeped out. Well, you're entering an unknown space. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like the darkness in your room, you kind of control to an extent. Although it's funny because I lived in a studio apartment and uh, for years, and I you did still the same w- thing. Yeah, totally. Oh, uh, okay. I was gonna say there's this thing that humans do that every time we walk through a door or a threshold, our brains kind of reset. So like it's a very common thing. Whenever you walk into another room, you're like, oh, I forgot what I was gonna do. Well, apparently that was like built into our brains from whenever we lived in caves or what have you, because oh. you didn't need you you could separate, and it was like healthy to separate, and so we still have that kind of dumb brain. So I was going to give you some leeway there because you said you walked through a doorway down a hallway. But even in the studio, that's. Yeah, even the studio. But it is interesting that you say that, though, because it's a total non sequitur. But it is interesting that sometimes if I am talking to a group of people or I'm at a party and I feel like I'm not having fun or I feel uncommunicative or that I could be doing something more at this party, I will leave the room and come back and just be different. Huh. What? No, right on. That's a good trick. Does it work? 100%. I didn't know you did that. Yeah, I'll do that sometimes. Totally. That's hmm. kind of cool. Just to I'm going to watch for it. Reset or it whatever. It just gives you another chance to re-enter a scenario because if you leave it, hmm. then it's clear that you're not there. But when you're there and invisible, it just gets worse and worse. Wow. And so I have to leave sometimes and then I obviously make myself not there and then I become present again, and it does something to my mind. Sometimes it helps improve the the social flow for me. Is that why you always re-enter a room like with your like you've got finger guns up? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I enter a room, just realize I, looking I back, I you always enter a room with your finger guns up. <laughs> but then I sit quietly. Yeah. And don't talk to anybody. But for that gloryful <laughs> yeah. five seconds. Yeah, that moment. That's the only reason he leaves. You're the coolest guy in the room. He's got those ironical finger guns. <laughs> that always makes you the coolest guy in the room. Finger guns. Just a, just a cool set of finger guns. That's a big turn on. <laughs> That's cool though, dude. I like that. That's a good because I get I I I've definitely felt the same way where like uh, I forget what the word is, but we looked I looked it up with uh, the kiddo the other day. I'm not an introvert or an extrovert. I'm one of the middle ones, which is like actually a majority, but we always think that everybody's an extrovert. But if I had, whenever I'm at a party and I'm feeling awkward, I'm going to try that. That's a good trick. Or even like any social situation. Just go through the threshold of a door, tap into that dumb brain, see if it works. Give yourself a new entrance. I like that. Yeah, I think there's something to it. But although, anyways, to go back to the other subject, though, it is weird that even in a studio apartment, I would get from my bed to the bathroom as fast as possible. And then get back to the bed, which is weird because then I'm just sitting there. Then I'm a sitting duck. At least if I'm getting up and walking around, <laughs> the paranormal critter has to follow me. But when I'm in bed, I'm just laying there, but I have no fear in bed. It all just dissolves and I'm fine. And it's weird because I get all kinds of crazy sleep shit with my, you know, because I suffered for many years. I would have the uh, sleep paralysis, which I, oh. I don't really get anymore. But. Oh, yeah. Probably had something to do with your breathing. 
I would not doubt with your now that you had the nose thing. Could be. Oh wow! I not because I used to have a lot of sleep paralysis. Not a lot, but I would have sleep paralysis as a child too, uh, or you know when I was younger. And I know a lot of that had to do with nasal and this and that. You know, just breathing is oh, kind wow. of super important when you're sleeping. So. Oh, that's really interesting. I haven't thought about that, but yeah, I haven't had it in a long time. And so nightmares, sleepwalking, sleep terrors, sleep paralysis, all that has to do supposedly with either like carbon monoxide. Like if you sleep with your blankets over your head, you're much more likely to have a nightmare or any of that stuff. Cool. And then also, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I mean, if you're if you want to try it, it's wintertime. People tend to do it, especially this time of year. People just they happen to put that over their head and then they have really bad sleep and they get really anxious. It's like this whole cycle that people don't really realize this time of year. But it's as simple as like you're not taking care of yourself by breathing when you're sleeping. Oh, my God. How weird is that, though, that for some reason... I will often get what people would call nightmares. I'm putting big air quotes up. Uh, like a lot of freaky deaky shit has, not all the time, but a lot of times I feel like often enough I get really freaky deaky dreams. But I those do not give me any fear at all. I wake up and I could just be whistling Dixie, like just jolly as ever. But then you wake up and you got to pee. And, and, it's I, like and a I jet to the room. <laughs> yeah, I jet to the bathroom. <laughs> How weird is that? That is so, that is really bizarre. Well, I don't know the answer to that. If you know the answer, you should call in at 929-352-6173. Tell us about your nightmares, dreams. If you walk through, tell us your hopes. <laughs> tell us, tell dreams. us your dreams. <laughs> that was a deep cut for all of you Werner Herzog fans. <laughs> I didn't get it. Not pretentious. Oh, man. Not, I was just going to say. Super pretentious. If you say it's not pretentious, that makes it not pretentious. It or it makes anytime it, you like uh, deep cut, <laughs> <laughs> that you is like the pretentious signal. What if you lacerate somebody? What if being pretentious is giving consent? <laughs> well, when serial killers give a deep cut, they're not being pretentious. I roll. Serial killers got ninety nine problems, but pretense ain't one. I would argue with that. You think they're usually pretentious? Ed Kemper, I think, was pretty notoriously pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. Was he into art? Dahmer seemed real pretentious too, even though he was like yeah. Dahmer you know, was also like really oddly. needing acceptance. He was a weird one. Yeah, hmm. maybe they're just artists. Hmm. I think Ed Kemper was so intelligent that he lorded it over people, and he killed them. Um, yes, I guess in some cases, yeah, yes, yes, he did. That's the ultimate in pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but killing somebody because they don't get your. He wasn't like luring people in with talk of like great paintings of the Renaissance. He was just very manipulative hmm. and intelligent, but he knew it. And so he knew that about himself. He, he had some self-awareness. Yes. He accepted that about himself. Yes. Right on, Ed Kemper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This episode. I recant that. The world is gray. The world is gray. <laughs> Somewhere. There's a lot of darkness in that apartment, and EJ and I are the light. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not fair. Yeah. I am a fucking shining ray of light right now. Yeah, but you also got a dog fucker over there. Yeah, you're hanging That's out with. <laughs> All consensual. All consensual. We already went over that they can't give consent. Because <laughs> that dog just comes over and he's panting, and that sounds like consent. So he's just acting like a dog. If you totally disagree with me, then you should email us at <laughs> let me ask you a question podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear why fucking dogs is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or you can send us a Twitter about it at Lamayak Pod or 
Find us on Insta and picture, send us pictures of you not fucking dogs at Lamayak Pod. And we don't fuck dogs here. It turns out that is a falsehood. Common misconception about the people at Lamayak is that we're dog fuckers. Common misconception. Also, you're already listening, but if you are new, go to moot.tv and listen to our podcast there. That's our that's where we host our stuff. And if you are there, head to a, any Lamayak post, and you'll see a donate button. You can donate to our cause, which will help it's going us going directly to the ASPCA. Ooh. Also, while you're there, pick up some swag. We got a shop there. Oh, my goodness. And uh, we have some other podcasts. We have White Wasabi, which uh, Greg Man and I talk about <laughs> anime. Anthony really <laughs> wants to take over that show. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. And also, I got to say, since uh, they also just uh, uh, hit 100, a shout out to the Queens of NC-17, which is Woo! one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. So they just hit 100, I believe Woo-hoo-hoo! it was two weeks ago. And yeah, also, uh, Sean and Dave make music. Any of Sean Arajo's podcasts, not movies as well. So just spread the love. Listen to lots of stuff. Come on, life's life's short, so fill your ears holes with content. <laughs> so listen in silence. <laughs> life's a grave. Dig it. <laughs> yeah, don't meditate. Listen to stuff constantly. Yeah, exactly. And if anybody ever has used a cock wing, email us about that too. I'm just curious. Just that's personal. <laughs> Can you say the sentence <laughs> Johnny Cochran's cockering seven times? Johnny Cochran's cockering. Say that six times fast. Johnny Cochran's Cockring. Johnny Cochran's Cockring. Johnny Cochran's Cockring. Johnny Cochran's Cockring. I could do that. Mm. All right. Everybody else do it. Johnny Cochran's Cockring. Yeah, I guess it's not that hard. Johnny Cochran's Cockring? Yeah, it's not too <laughs> Johnny Cochran's Cockring. Johnny Cochran's King Cockring. Johnny Cochran's. Johnny Rock so, is Cork. Johnny Cochran. We're just a, a statistic show now. <laughs> Three out of four people can say Johnny Cochran's Cockring. <laughs> do you think he ever used a cock ring? And do you think anybody has ever called him Johnny Cockring? I hope so. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait. Let's not forget. Buy a t-shirt, Joel. Yeah. Buy a t-shirt, Joel. And buy a t-shirt, Joel. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. I hope you trick or treat. And I hope you do not fuck any dogs. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> and- Happy Halloween. Oh, oh hey, demon. demon. Can I fuck you? All right, we're going to fuck. Later. Mood.tv I may fuck dogs. <laughs>